Hey you guys, welcome back to Let's Vibe Podcast hosted with Vibe with Aid. In today's episode, I'm going to share how to make friends in a new city and find the rave scene or music scene in your new home. wonderful vibe tribe how are we doing today happy monday wherever you're listening from or happy whatever day that you are tuning in hopefully in the comfort of your own home i hope you guys are doing so well um i'm stoked to finally talk about this topic because this is another topic i get requested about a lot which is how to make friends in a new city and find the rave scene or music scene in a new place i know right now for what's going on in the world this is kind of is a little bit of a hard topic to talk about since some of the tips i recommend you can't really execute right away but hopefully this will give you some tips and some ideas so that when we can go back to having our regular lives back and getting out there and everything, you are able to do it confidently and whatnot. If you're new to my podcast, hi, I'm Aid. Thank you so much for tuning in. I have been doing this podcast. This is episode eight, you guys. So I've been doing this podcast for almost a, a little over a month now, which is so crazy, but I've really enjoyed it and getting to talk a little bit more about different stuff with you guys and share a little bit more about my story and stuff. I'm 24 years old and I currently live in Austin, Texas. It'll be my three-year anniversary of living in Austin in August, which is so crazy to me. I moved here after college in 2017 and I never looked back. I haven't regretted it one bit. I moved from Phoenix, Arizona. I lived there my whole life. I was just ready for something new. And when I think about moving back to moving to Austin, it was like the catalyst for a bunch of different stuff that happened in my life that I'm so, so grateful for. So I am excited that I can share how I've been able to make this place feel like home, and I'm so excited to dive in and share just how I managed to do all of that. I will also be sharing some of the Vibe Tribe's responses to this episode and share their tips and stories about how they've made friends. So I'm super excited to share their stories. This was my first time, you know, accepting submissions to an episode, so I am really excited to kind of share other people's experiences too. Um, So we'll see how this goes and how this format kind of works out and everything. Before we get into this episode, just wanted to remind y'all, I am selling Vibe with 8 stickers if you want to rep the Vibe Tribe. It's three stickers for the price of $10 if you want to put it on your Hydro Flask, your laptop, phone case, whatever it may be. Um, You can purchase it through my site or I will put it in the show notes as well. I really appreciate the support and have loved seeing you guys repping. No worries if you can't afford to right now. Simply liking and resharing my content and everything is also a great way to show your support, and I appreciate it so, so much. Some other good news is that we are officially on Apple Podcasts, so if you are listening from Apple Podcasts, please go ahead and subscribe, rate, review, all the shenanigans. That really just helps me and my podcast and everything like that. It was a long time coming, but we finally got on Apple Podcasts, so I'd really appreciate it if you guys would go check it out there, subscribe and everything, um, because that really helps me out. Next, it's time for our little vibe check. So every episode, I do a vibe check to check in with y'all what's going on with me, and it's also a great time to check in with yourself as we're going through this crazy time in our lives. I think it's important to keep checking in with yourself. I know being alone can tend to bring about some interesting thoughts and things you recognize in yourself. 
If you're at all feeling overwhelmed, I definitely recommend trying out journaling or meditating or something to help ease your mind. You can check out episode five where I talk about ways to spring clean your mental health, which I think can be really helpful during this time. So what we'll do is take three deep breaths and I'll ask some questions just to kind of get our mind going. So we'll take our first deep breath, inhale it in, and exhale it back out. Inhale again, and exhale it back out. Last one, in, and out. So how am I feeling today? Do I like this feeling? What could make today better? What could I affirm for myself? What am I grateful for today? And now I'll go ahead and answer, and you can think about yours now as you go throughout today. So today, I'm feeling pretty good. I got Friday off of work. They gave us the day off as like a mental health day, and I was so, so grateful for it because I've been needing a day off just to like, you know, reset, recalibrate, you know what I mean? And um, I ended up taking the day off from Vibe with Aid stuff. I took Saturday off of Vibe with Aid stuff. So I am feeling refreshed, ready to go. You know, I feel like with everything going on, I was just needing some type of break just to kind of like relax and chill out. I feel like it's constantly been go, go, go for me with my job and with Vibe with Aid. Um, Just having to constantly readjust my content and everything like that with all the festival cancellations and stuff like that. Um, So yeah, today I woke up, I got a good amount of sleep. I feel really refreshed and really ready to get back to on my game and everything like that. I got a tarot card reading done on Thursday or Friday. And the reading basically said along the lines of I need to take this time to really like reflect on myself and go inward and find that I do have everything I need to accomplish what I want to accomplish in life. So that was really good. And I think it was what I was already kind of leaning towards thinking. So that was good to kind of have that confirmation. Um, Otherwise, like other stuff going on, Austin did put a shelter in place to stay in your home um, aside from going to essential like errands and stuff like that. And so that was what I was already doing, but it's now been officially uh, two weeks that I have been quarantining, social distancing, whatever you want to call it. Um, with everything going on, and it's really starting to set in just how long this might be going for, which I think is crazy. My roommate is currently in San Diego, and she will be until the time being, so it's kind of getting used to being on my own um, and not really having any interaction, but I'm just trying to be better about FaceTiming people and like talking to people and stuff. I'm learning I am a little bit more introverted than I thought because I've been fine and then like I'll talk to someone and that'll give me like my little boost and then I'm fine again. You know what I mean? So it's very interesting, you know, having this alone time and really learning a lot more about myself and learning a lot more about other things and putting this time to really work on myself. So it's been really great. What could I do to make what I'm feeling better or is there a need to? I think anytime I have a day where I can just work on content, I get really overwhelmed Um, so I just really need to take one thing at a time today. And if I don't get to something, I don't get to something. So just need to take one thing at a time and kind of just like breathe throughout today and know that if I don't get something done, it's not the end of the world. (laughs) Three things I'm grateful for today. I actually did not journal this morning. Wow. Um, so I'm gonna have to think about this on the spot. Three things I'm grateful for today. 
Um, number one, I am grateful that I got to actually take some time off and rest and got time off from work and got time off from Vibe with Aid because I basically work two full-time jobs, honestly, with how much time Vibe with Aid takes of my life. Um, so it was really nice to give myself that break and to allow myself getting that rest. Um, number two, hmm. I'm going to make this a fun one. I'm grateful that my ramen, my favorite ramen place in Austin, you can now do pickup from because they never did pick up before. But because of everything going on, they had to close their doors. But I can now pick up their ramen whenever I want, which is really great. And then number three, I am grateful for all of the virtual live streams that happened this past weekend. It was so much fun. I don't know, like virtual raves at home have been pretty lit, you guys. I watched the Beatport one. I watched some of the Countdown one. And I've watched like just artist Twitches, artists Twitch live streams, which has been really fun. I got like really dressed up on Friday and I was feeling myself. I had a great ass time in my own apartment. I made some TikToks and, you know, we just had a great time. So I'm really grateful that even through this really tough time, music is still becoming a place for me and for other people to still escape from on the weekend, uh, even if it's in the comfort of our own home and everything like that. So I am really grateful that, you know, artists and labels and music companies and stuff like that have been stepping up just to make sure that we are still united in a way and that because we can't go to festivals or to shows that we're still able to connect. And I think that's something really powerful and impactful about our community. My affirmation for today. Hmm. I haven't really thought of what it is. What would be my affirmation for today? Let's see. When I don't know the affirmation I want, I usually go to my friend. Her name's Pyle. Um, we went to middle school and high school together. She has her account Affirmation Addict on, um, whatchamacallit, Instagram. And she has like her whole brand and stuff. So let's see. Let's do an affirmation for inner peace. So I really like, oh, I like this one. So my affirmation for today, I am able to surrender to the workings of the universe, trusting the process. I think that one's always a good one. Something about like trusting the universe helps you feel like you don't need to, um, whatchamacallit, you don't need to second guess yourself. You just kind of have to trust yourself. And that's stuff that I kind of learned about myself this weekend is that I really do have all the tools within me to accomplish what I need to do and stuff like that. And I need to stop doubting myself. So that's a really good affirmation for today. So that was it for this week's vibe check. Just a little check in. Check in with yourself, check in with your friends, make sure we're all doing good. Hang in there, everyone. Who knows how long that this is all going to last, but it is only temporary and we have to keep reminding ourselves and we have to keep doing our part by social distancing and everything so that we can get back out there. You know what I'm saying? So after that vibe check, I am going to take a quick break and then we will be right back and get into today's episode. So you might have heard me slightly mention it in my vibe check, but hi, hello, I am on TikTok now. Vibe with Aid is on TikTok now. (laughs) I finally succumbed and we're making TikToks. I'm doing like a little experiment this week to see how much I can grow my account in one week just to get a feel for the algorithm and stuff like that. 
Um, but it's been really fun. So if you want to go follow me over there, it's at vibe with aid on TikTok. So I will see you guys over there. Hit me up, follow me. Let's have some fun. It's a really fun app to play around with. So I'm excited to keep making some content on there. With that, let's get back into today's episode. So one of the main motivators for this episode that I had is that making friends as an adult, like once you graduate out of college, is so hard. College was easy compared to adult life, honestly, because I got involved with the people I was with in my sorority or in student government. There are just easy ways to constantly interact with people in class and stuff like that. So then once you graduate and you're kind of in this new environment of being an adult, like you don't really hang out with like, once you're in this new environment and getting into your routine of being an adult and everything and you're working a ton and you're trying to figure out what your social life is kind of like, especially when you move to a new city, it's like you're getting thrown off the deep end and you kind of just have to figure it out. <laughs> so I'm going to walk you through a little bit of my backstory and that'll br- that will bring about some tips throughout it and then I'll re- recap some things And then I'll recap some things that worked for me, and then I'll share some of your guys' submissions that y'all sent to me. So like I said, I grew up in Phoenix, Arizona. I had been there my entire life. I went to to elementary school, middle school, high school, and then I went to Arizona State. So I had continuously been making friends throughout, you know, my whole school life. And then some people that went to Arizona State I had known since elementary school, high school, whatnot, all of that stuff. And I went to one of the biggest and largest universities in one of in the country, um, Arizona State University, go Devils. And so I got really involved and I was in a sorority. I was involved in student government, the programming activities board. I was in a bunch of different stuff. So I got really comfortable in that. I was so comfortable knowing I had this solid friend group. I had people I could always turn to. And when I graduated college, I was looking for jobs in Arizona, but I wasn't finding a whole lot. And I interned in Dallas for a summer and I went to Austin for a weekend and I really liked it. And so one day my mom was like, well, why don't you look in Austin, see what's out there? And so I looked on LinkedIn and I ended up finding this digital apprenticeship program for digital marketers. It's called Digital Creative Institute. And they basically are a year-long program to help fine-tune your digital marketing skills. And they'll help you find a full-time position. So you would work full 40 hours a week full-time for whatever company. And then you would go to class Tuesdays and Thursday nights. So that's what brought me out to Austin. I got accepted into that program. I got hired by my current company, Cadence Collective slash Cadence Digital. <clears throat> and so... It all happened pretty quickly. I remember I found out, I believe, the week I went to EDC. So EDC kind of became my little final hurrah um, before I was going to move. So after that, we had done a trip to Austin. We figured out where I was going to live and everything. And then I moved in first or second week of August. I moved to Austin. And I lived alone because I didn't know anyone. I have a cousin that lives here. He's a lot older. Um, him and his fiance have lived there, lived here for a long time. So they helped me find a place. And yeah, then I was kind of like, well, I'm on my own now when I moved and everything. And so at my current job, there's only three of us on the team. And so it's my boss, Jenny, and my coworker, Alicia. 
So those were like two people that I automatically kind of became friends with because we were coworkers, you know. And Alicia and I would hang out outside of work because she too was in the same boat of being from El Paso. And then in my digital marketing apprenticeship program, there's about nine of us, I want to say, in the program. So those were all kind of like instant connections I could have. Um, however, it's hard when you spend a lot of time with them to hang out with them outside of class as well. So that was a little bit tricky. So I still wanted to find like a core group of people that I could hang out with that I wasn't working with or in a program with, if you get what I'm saying, just to have, you know, a break and to have a little bit of separation from those two worlds, if that makes any sense. Um, So my first couple weeks in Austin, I just stayed home. I didn't really know what to do. I'm a very cautious person. So going out by myself freaked me out. I did kind of realize I have a little bit of social anxiety still. I grew up with social anxiety because I'm an only child. So I always felt this anxiety to make friends and like put myself out there. And it always felt like this fight or flight kind of mode. And I would get really anxious over it. And like leading up to any event, like even my freshman year of college, going to those initial events that like were the freshman events and stuff, I would get so nervous. But then once I was in it, I was a lot better and I would usually leave with a couple of friends or something and so moving to Austin I was like I don't know anyone I don't really know what to do and there was like maybe two or three weeks where I just did nothing but worked on Vibe with Aid building that out because I had gotten the idea to start Vibe with Aid and I taught myself how to shuffle and like stuff like that and I was still wanting to figure out you know how I was going to make some friends and figure it out and so Music has always been a huge part of my life, and I know Austin has a huge live music scene, but I needed to figure out what are the EDM venues, where where can I go listen to some house music, where can I go see whatever artists are in town and stuff like that, and so I went to Facebook, and Facebook was a really great tool for me to figure out who are the key players putting on shows here. Like in Arizona, there's Relentless Beats and Shady Park. Those are the kinds of venues and places that are companies that put on events. So I needed to figure out what was that company for me so that I could keep an eye out for shows and stuff like that. So that's when I came across real music events. They put on a lot of the house and techno shows here. And I saw that they were putting on a show with Bro Hug, which I had been wanting to see Bro Hug for a bit. They're like a base house three person team three person group I want to say they have a couple of releases on confession label they're so so dope and they're playing at this venue called kingdom which is downtown and so I bought tickets and I was like I might as well like I really want to go see this artist like we'll figure it out and just put ourselves out there and let's go to this first show and so I got ready and I went to that show and it was so much fun and it was funny because I ran into another girl who was there by herself and like I made a couple of friends here and there and got really comfortable. I didn't drink too much. I think I might have had one drink just to kind of like loosen up but because I was alone I didn't want to put myself in a situation um, you know being alone. I don't want to like over drink or like anything like that so I just made sure I monitored that. And yeah, I got to meet a bunch of people, which was really awesome. I don't really talk to anyone I met, if to be honest, but just 
putting myself out there allowed me to get a feel for what the scene was like in Austin. And Kingdom was like one of my favorite venues ever, which it's closed now, RIP. But it was one of my favorite, like, it was one of my favorite venues in Austin. So that was a really good time and really good way to check it out. So that was like my first initial outing kind of in Austin. And before I went to that show, I was scrolling through Twitter. And I was scrolling through, I think, real music events, Twitter or something like that. And then they were retweeting people talking about the show and stuff. And I came across this girl's tweet that was like, oh, I wish I was going to be there tonight. Like, so sad I'm missing out, whatever. And I don't know, I just clicked on her profile because I just, I don't know, I was bored. I kind of just clicked through people's profiles and just kind of see what happens. And I clicked on this girl's profile and um, I look at her bio and it said Arizona Arrow Austin, meaning she had just moved from Arizona to Austin. So I slid into those DMs. (laughs) I like hit her up and I was like, wait, you you just moved here from Arizona? I just moved here from Arizona. And she was like, oh yeah, like I've been here for like a month and a half or something. Um, and I was like, I don't mean to be creepy. I saw your tweet about bro hug and like I'm going to that show tonight. And she's like, oh yeah, like I'm so bummed I can't go. Let me know how it is. And like, we were just kind of like DMing um, a little bit. And So the next morning I wake up and she had DM'd me. She was like, do you want to come out with like my roommate and I tonight? And I was like, that's actually not a bad idea. And I kind of almost didn't do it. And I almost like made up an excuse to not go. That's just like my social anxiety and like the Taurus in me. I was like, "Uh, I don't really know these people. Like that's kind of like, I don't know. Like I get so anxious about it. Uh, Like I was just so anxious about it. But I ended up like sucking it up and I was like, no, like, let's do it. Like, go out, aid, go out. And so I end up going to this girl's apartment and I meet her roommate and I meet like her little group of friends she's made. And it turns out like her name's Paige. I don't know why I'm like not saying her name, but her name's Paige. And she um, actually had a bunch of mutual friends with me from Arizona, just like random people that we just happen to know. But her roommate, Amanda went to a high school that a lot of my friends went to that I knew growing up. And we had so many mutual friends. And it was just absolutely crazy that like, I didn't know who these people were living in Arizona and then moving to and then moving to Austin, Texas of all places. And I meet two girls from Arizona and we have so many mutual friends. It was just so cool. Like kind of a weird serendipitous thing to happen. And I was really grateful for that because we all went out together. Everything was cool. We had a good time together. And then I just started hanging out with them and their friends. And it worked out because Paige had kind of done the legwork for me (laughs) because she had been there a month and a half before. So she was going to workout classes and making friends. She made friends through work, through other connections, stuff like that. She's also a Taurus, but she's way more extroverted than I am. And so she had her core little group of friends that I kind of just latched on to. So I really, really lucked out meeting Paige and meeting her friends because I'm still friends with them today. We do weekly Wednesday dinners, which now they're turning into weekly Zoom calls. But we do weekly Wednesday dinners, which is good for us to just kind of like hang out, de-stress about the week, de-stress about the week and stuff like that and just get to like, you know, eat some yummy food, make dinner and whatnot. 
So meeting them was definitely like one of the biggest blessings of my life and getting to meet them and having a good solid girl group in Austin. I've had a pretty easy time making girlfriends here in Austin. I've had a hard time making guy friends, which is weird for me because I have so many guy friends from college because I hung out with a lot of the fraternities and stuff. And moving to Austin, it's kind of hard to make guy friends because a lot of guys are either like to have different intentions if you catch what I'm saying. And so I haven't really made too many guy friends other than the friends of like my friends, like or the significant others of my friends that I've become friends with and stuff. And we have a couple other guy friends that were like friends of friends. But that's one thing that's been still kind of tricky to make friends is guy friends. But so outside of that core group of friends, I have, you know, I have my work friends, I have the people I did my DCI program with, I have all these little pockets of people. And then as Vibe With Aid has gotten more popular and more well known in Austin, I definitely have found other pockets of friends to hang out with in the music scene and stuff like that, which has been really fun. So I have a couple more tips when it comes to that. Um, that was just my initial way of making friends is that I just latched on to a, a group I could find and it worked out really well because they're some of my best friends and I get to I can go to them for anything like when I went through my car accident, when I went through the breakup, they all really just stepped up and were really there for me. And I'm so appreciative of that and them. So my tips for making friends in a new city. So I'm going to run through some of these tips um, and then I'll talk about finding the rave scene and whatnot. So number one, say yes to everything. It can be so hard, but say yes to everything. I've had so many times where I would say no or want to say no because I don't want to go or I'm too anxious to go, whatever it may be. But I would always like regret it if I say no. So I just started saying yes to everything. Paige is a very, um, what's the word? Like a very active person. She always wants to like go to events. She wants to like do stuff. And like, she's really great about that. I just always learn to say yes to her <laughs> because it's always going to end up being a good time. And even though it seems so built up in my head and I get really anxious over it, it usually turns out perfectly fine and we have a great time. So sit, get used to saying yes to everything when you first move there. Um, don't be afraid to put yourself out there. That's another big thing. Um, the worst thing that could happen is just like, I don't even know. We put these like worst case scenarios in our head of what the worst thing that could happen is and it doesn't even happen. And like letting those worst case scenarios keep you from getting out there and meeting friends is just really sad. <laughs> and I try and just think about the positives of it. And I always think, you know, last time you put yourself out there, this happened. You met this person. You met that person. And like what would have happened if you would have stayed home? You would have not made any friends. You would have not met anyone. And you know, saying yes to everything, even though I'm no longer with my ex, like I said yes to Paige going to that show that night for free. And then I ended up meeting my ex while we were shuffling and stuff. And there's been other times where like I've met some of my favorite people at a show or something like that, or going out or whatever. And I wouldn't have met them had I not put myself out there, you know what I mean? Or said yes to it. Um, there's a definitely a lot of work on your end to make sure that you're open to wanting to make friends and that you're open to new experiences and stuff like that. If you're just not open to it and you're just going to stay home all weekend, then yeah, you're not going to make friends. <laughs> you're just going to be stuck at home and lonely all weekend or whatever. So you really have to make sure that you're making that effort too. 
um, so that you're able to build a solid network for yourself. Step out of your comfort zone and get comfortable going alone. Yes, I had to get so comfortable with living alone and being by myself. It's really hard when you're an only child too, because it just kind of brings back those like lonely only child vibes that you had when you were younger of playing by yourself and stuff like that. But you just have to get really comfortable with being alone and going out alone. Um, and I have a friend's story that I'm going to share with you guys um, about her experiences with like getting comfortable going alone. And that will have some really good nuggets for you guys. Try out different things, whether it be workout classes, going to shows, networking events. There are so many ways that you can meet people in especially in Austin, but in other big cities, there's always something going on. You just have to get really good at finding it, whether it be social media, like a lot of time, I'll just look on Facebook for different Facebook events and I'll set like, oh, I'm interested in going to an art class or I'm interested in going to a yoga class or whatever it may be. Um, if you happen to have class pass in your area, that's a really good affordable way to go to workout classes in whatever area you are at. So that is something cool to check out or you can just figure out a yoga studio to go to, a spin class, stuff like that. There's always a good way to meet people at those things, especially if you continuously go to the same one, you'll start to see the same people there. And then you can establish connections that way. And so I mentioned this a little bit, but social media. So social media can have a huge impact on a way to make friends in a new city. You have Radiate, which is a kind of a dating app of, for ravers. It's a community app, maybe I would more so say that you can pick certain events that you're going to and meet people that way. I actually met my friend Brenda. I totally forgot about this. My friend Brenda, she goes to raves and festivals and stuff. We actually met on Radiate. I'm like 99% sure. And I invited her over before Freaky Deaky when it was called Something Wicked to make candy and stuff. I invited her over and two other people, I think, but I didn't keep in touch with the two other people, but I kept in touch with Brenda. And so Brenda was another one of my first friends here. She ended up moving back to she ended up moving to El Paso, but she's moving back to Austin in like a couple of weeks. So I'm excited she'll be living here again. But yeah, radiate. You basically just put the events that you're going to and then you get put into like a group of people and you can just message and swipe on different people, girls, guys, whatever it may be. Um, that's a really good app that a lot of people use. Facebook groups are also awesome. So here in Austin, we have an ATX Rave Babes group that my friend Ashley um, started and I have a submission from her that I'll be reading. And then Twitter and Instagram. Like I said, I met my friend Paige through Twitter. I've met other people through Instagram because of Vibe with Aid and everything. Um, and I just also forgot to mention there's Bumble BFF, which if you're not into dating apps, but you're trying to just like make friends. Bumble BFF is a good way to do that. I tried it out, but I never met up with anyone. I just don't really like dating apps or like even the friend, like a friendship app. Like I just don't really like it. The conversations just seem forced and inorganic. And I'd rather meet someone out doing something similar to things that I like, right? So since my breakup, I have not downloaded a single dating app and I've just met guys at shows and I've just made friends with people at shows and stuff like that. And I didn't need an app to do that. But because we have a shared interest or love for an artist or house music or techno, whatever it may be, that's just an instant conversation starter and an instant connection that we have. So that's something that works for me. But 
maybe apps work for you, dating apps, um, friendship apps, whatever it may be. Um, maybe those do work for you. But for me, I just was like, always, it was always the same conversation over and over. Like, hi, how are you? How long have you been in Austin? I don't know. Just not my cup of tea. But you, you got to find whatever works for you. I find putting myself out there and going to different events and networking with my friends to meet other people is what works well for me. So it's all trial and error and you'll figure out what works best for you. And once you find that core group of people, then you don't really need to keep going and making friends and stuff. Like if you have your people, you have your people, you know what I mean? I'm just naturally um, the type where I just am happy to meet whoever. And so I just put myself out there and I connect with different groups and stuff. Alrighty, so I think I've covered everything on my tips. The next part I did want to talk about is searching for the rave scene. So I did mention a little bit of this of how I did this when I moved to Austin. But I said that Facebook was my main tool to identify the main players for shows. And so wherever you may live, I would just take a quick look on Google on Facebook, type in like where you live, and then you put EDM show, EDM concert, whatever it may be, and kind of just start to see what plays, what comes up. Another thing is if artists are announcing tours, you can look at their dates and everything and then see if they have a tour stop where you might be or what the closest one is to you. And then whenever you go to buy tickets, you'll usually be able to see who's putting that event on if it's not by the artist themselves, if that makes any sense. But yeah, Facebook is how I found out that there's real music events, there's C3 presents, there's good vibes, there's Oh, those are like the main three that I can think of right now that put on like EDM events here in Austin. And so then you'll be able to see their Facebook events or anything like that. You can click that you're going. You can see other people that, that might be going. Um, and if there's also sometimes in those groups, people are like, I'm going alone if anyone wants to go together. Sometimes in Facebook groups, people talk about what shows they're going to. And so that could be a good way. If you're in any of those bigger Facebook groups, like say you were in EDC 2019 unofficial group or something, you can always do a post in one of those groups being like, hey, I'm moving to Detroit. I don't know why Detroit just came to my head, but I'm moving to Detroit. Like what's the scene like out there? Like you could just do kind of one of those feeler posts just to get an idea of what the scene's like. And maybe someone will comment on it that's from Detroit and that could be someone that's a friend of yours right there automatically. So from there, just go to shows, put yourself out there, meet people, connect with them through social media afterwards. There's a lot of times where you meet people and then you never see them again and that's okay too. But then if you really like enjoyed getting to know this person or you want to hang out with them outside of the show, then get their number, get their social media, stuff like that. Um... And then it's just another friend to have to go to shows with and stuff. You can invite them or they can invite you, whatever it may be. And you might look out like I did and you might meet someone that already has a huge circle. And then there you go. You've inserted yourself into their circle and you have a whole new Ray fam to go to with stuff with. So that is the main things I wanted to cover with making friends and finding the Ray scene and everything. I hope this was helpful for you guys and I hope you got something out of it and I am really excited to share the follower submission so I'm going to take a quick break and we will be right back. All right so the first email I got was from Marianne 
So she said, so excited that you're doing this. I love listening to your podcast and watching your channel grow. You are a great inspiration and role model in the rave community. Oh, thank you. I moved from California to the Midwest about six months ago for school, and I really have made a new home and space for myself here. One of my biggest fears was not finding a strong rave community. In California, I had my best friends there who would always be down to go to insomniac festivals or other shows with me. When I moved to Minnesota, I literally did not know a single person. I was super nervous, and it did take me some time to make some good friends here, but I ended up meeting cool people through school. However, a lot of the people I met are not as into the rave scene as I am. One day, I was listening to Rave Culture Cast by Emma Capotis. Shout out. Yes, we love Emma. (laughs) When she mentioned a Facebook group called Female Ravers United, I decided to check it out and found that there was a huge community in Minnesota. I decided to send it solo to Rez on Halloween, and met up with some girls from the group for a meetup. Through the group, I actually became good friends with one girl. Shout out to Rena. I ended up going to Subtronics in February with her and her crew, and we've been going to several shows and events since then. I have also gone to some candy making slash flow session nights hosted by the Female Ravers United group, which has been great to meet other people. Sometimes all it takes is getting a little out of your comfort zone and going to a show solo because you can end up meeting some really amazing people. Yes, that literally touched on what I was talking about, you know, using Facebook groups, going to meetups, putting yourself out there. I also really like she talked about candy making and flow session nights. So another thing that is really popular in Austin are shuffle meetups and shuffle classes. So if you happen to have any of those going on, usually you can find out a lot of those from like Instagram too. if some of those shufflers are hosting any of those meetups or anything like that. Um, those are a really great way to connect with other people, especially if you're interested in learning how to shuffle, learning how to flow, make candy. Our rave fam used to do candy making all the time and I missed it. And so I put together a little candy making session for something wicked back in 2017. So I love that she touched on some of those points that I brought up because it kind of just shows you guys like these are kind of the things that work best. Next, I have my friend Ashley, who is the um creator of the ATX Rave Babes Facebook community. I'm definitely going to have her on a podcast episode soon. Um so, I'll read her email now. It's a little lengthy, but I think it'll be good. Um hey Aid, it's funny that you posed this question because the reason we became friends is because I liked your content on Instagram and started randomly following you like a creep. True story. <laughs> Eventually gained enough co- courage to comment on one of your posts of you posting in front of South Congress. I don't know if I ever told you why that particular image stood out the most, but I used to park every day for free along South Congress and I would walk or take a scooter into work into Wells Fargo building near Cesar Chavez. I saw that view every morning when I first moved here, so it was meaningful to me. When I first moved to Austin, I literally knew no one except for my parents and my old manager from Palm Beach Tan in Maryland. I didn't know anyone really. Fortunately for me, I worked two jobs when I moved down here initially. I worked at the Oasis and Main Street Hub, which is now GoDaddy. The building that I mentioned earlier is where I was headed every morning walking along South Congress. Anyways, I met a lot of really amazing people working at both of those jobs. The reason I moved down here was to get out of a toxic relationship, but the move I got, the guy I moved to get away from followed me down here begging me to move back with him. I told him that I uprooted my life away to move away from everything and didn't want to move back across states all over again. He decided to move here and we lived in South Austin. The problem was this that he was really insecure and would always accuse me of being with co-workers. Never happened. He had me completely isolated away from friends and family. I couldn't even go out to brunch with the girls of the few I knew from work. 
Towards the end of the relationship, I started the ATX Rave Bay's Facebook community. I wanted to connect with other women in the area that had similar mindsets and interests. It was started because I didn't want other women to feel alone going to shows, especially after my experience working with sexual assault survivors. At one point, I had reached out to you to tell you about it and ask you to come on board as an admin. I'll forever be grateful for our chat at Cosmic Coffee and for the opportunity to get to know you. When I created the group, I had plans to move back and hand off and hand the group to, off to whoever wanted to take over. What I didn't know was going to happen was that I was going to leave the, that relationship and stay. I'm so glad things worked out the way that they did. I think the biggest tip is just to use resources at your fingertips and put yourself out there. You're not going to always be everyone's cup of tea, but you can't you can't find your people by doing nothing. Exactly. Snap, sis. Social media is really what helps me connect with others. It has the power to be so destructive, but it also has the power to bring people together and create long-lasting friendships. The community I started in December of 2018 has now grown to almost 500 women organically in just a little over the year, and I'm really proud of that. I'm so thankful for our friendship and can't wait to make memories with you once we're out of this quarantine. You have been such a blessing in my life. Oh, thanks, Ashley. Yeah, like Ashley said, um, using social media can be such a powerful tool. And especially in this quarantine, if you are feeling like it's hard to make friends or it's hard to stay connected with people, social media really is great for that and making sure that you can still stay connected to people that you want to, as well as establish new relationships and friendships and stuff like that. I think it definitely is great. And I'm so excited to have her on the podcast to talk about ATX Rave Babes. I was an admin for a little bit, but it was just too much for me to manage. And in order for it to grow, I felt like I needed to step back and let it grow with Ashley and with some of the other admins taking it on. I just felt I couldn't put the time for it. But it has been such a great way. I love seeing everyone that goes to the meetups and stuff at different shows. And so many people have been able to make friends through it. So it's so awesome that um, Ashley was able to start something like that. And I'm hopeful that there's also other communities like that in whatever city you might be living in. And if not, maybe this will inspire you to start one. <laughs> so the next email I have is from Dominique. Um, Dami uh, X33 on social media. We met at Imagine and we had been interacting on social media for a while. So I have a couple tips from her because she has moved a lot, it sounded like. So so this is from Dom. I'm from Naples, Florida and have been in New York City for five years. Moving from Florida to NYC, I didn't know anyone in the EDM community when I moved here. Here are a couple tips on how I was able to make friends and create rave fans over the years. Number one, playing EDM at work. People would talk to me about songs, artists they like. Number two, Radiate app. I wanted to see Anna Luno and Res two years ago and I didn't have anyone to go with. I posted on Radiate that I was going alone and that I wanted to grab drinks before both shows if anyone wanted to meet up. I ended up meeting with a couple people inside when we all got there. Drinks didn't work out. And since then, we've been going to shows together and linking up at festivals at Tay Goodies and at Geo Eggs. Number three, festivals and shows, always being open to talking to people around you. I cannot stress this enough. I've gone to a handful of shows and concerts alone and have always been able to make new friends. Talk to the people in line around you. Talk to people standing or sitting next to you. If you have anything to share, in parentheses, without getting sick, share with others. I personally have made so many friends just by fanning the people around me. Yes, we love that. I met my Ray fam and close friends randomly at a res show November 2018. My friend that I was originally that I was with originally left at the end of res, but I decided to stay for the last DJ. As the venue cleared out, I moved toward the, the stage. 
It was hot, so naturally I was fanning myself. I saw a group of guys next to me all sweaty, so I started fanning them. One guy had a blown up alien that you can see in every single video I took. And another guy had some goggles that I asked to try on. The other told me, you were shining in the light, fanning us like some goddess. <laughs> Something along the lines of that, lol. We got to talking and exchanged numbers and Instagrams, and since then, they've welcomed me into their friend group, and they've become some of the closest people I know here in NYC. At Stay Legendary, at Mean Mike, and at Darth Targaryen. <laughs> That's a funny name. And now, so Seattle, she is moving from Seattle or from New York City to Seattle. So she said, I'm now moving from New York City to Seattle. Crazy story about my BF and I. In September, Justin came across my res photo on IG, which led him to start following me. Then in October, he DM'd me on IG asking me about where I work. Turns out we work for the same company, but he's in Seattle. So naturally, I checked out his Instagram and saw that he raised and that he's also from Florida. Like, how crazy? Are we the same person? In November, we started texting and FaceTiming daily. Our connection was so strong and we wanted to meet in person, but lived 3,000 miles away from each other. The next festival we both had lined up was EDC Las Vegas. Ugh, he mentioned that he was going to hijinks. I didn't have a ticket to the festival, but I told him that I'd buy a bus ticket to Philly to meet him in person since it's only a couple hours away and I was off that weekend. Turns out he wasn't able to go to hijinks. We still wanted to meet in person to see if the feelings we had over the phone were real in person. I ended up flying out to Seattle in January for his B-Day weekend. We saw Jaws on his birthday with his Ray fam and friends, in parentheses, love them. Our vibes matched and our feelings for each other are so strong. I went to visit him again in February to make sure I still liked Seattle enough to make the cross-country move. And here I am moving on March 31st to Seattle from New York City, all because of a DM that he sent me back in October because of an EDM pic I posted. I cry. And through him, I now have a Ray fam in Seattle. I also want to learn how to shuffle this year. On Instagram, I was searching for shufflers in Seattle or shuffle groups. I ended up coming across Northwest Shuffle Movement, which has some shufflers in the Pacific Northwest. In January, E. Cruz, Elena Cruz posted videos of her New York City shuffle class on our Instagram story. I saw one girl that was really good, so I checked out her Instagram and noticed in her bio that she's in Seattle. So crazy. I DM'd her telling her I found her from Elena's Instagram and I'm moving soon and want to learn how to shuffle. So once I move and I'm ready to start learning, I'm going to be in one. I'm going to be I'm going to go to one of Cisco's classes or just meet up and dance it out. New connection made just through social media. Yes to all of this. I am loving this. This is so awesome. And it touches again on so many different things that I've talked about. Like she talked about Radiate and I talked a little bit about that app festivals and shows she brought up some really great points like if you have a fan fanning people people love you when you fan them they want to name their firstborn after you like I've always joked about um, another thing if you have goggles like diffraction goggles if you have a whip you can take those to shows and interact with people that way those are also some really good tips that I didn't think about so that was super awesome and the story of her and her boyfriend is just so precious she talks about using Instagram to find the shuffle community, which I think is really interesting because you can just search through, you know, locations, hashtags, put in account names. So it's really awesome that she was able to find that and also finding a girl that just happened to shuffle. It may seem a little creepy at first, you guys, but that's how you do it. You just got to stalk a little on Instagram, stalk a little bit on Twitter. I stalked Paige's Twitter when I found her tweet and realized she was from Arizona. And then I slid into those DMs. You really have to put yourself out there. I mean, the worst thing that could happen is they ignore you and or they say no. So those are the worst things that, that could happen. And then you just kind of keep 
brush it off. Don't take it personally. Keep going and keep finding your friends and finding your core group. I think those were the only three emails I got, but I also did get some DMs. So I'm going to find those and pull those up now. All right. So this one is from Rach Fister on Instagram. She she said, I moved to Minneapolis for college and I was just kind of lucky to just meet someone in one of my classes. I was wearing an Electric Forest shirt and he noticed and invited me to rave with his friends. Now they're like family to me. It took me a long time to find people to go with me to raise in the city here. So this is a great idea for an episode. I'm more introverted. So it's always kind of been difficult to put myself out there and find people to go with me to events. Yes, latch on to that person that that is so nice to you. That's how that's what that's one of the best case scenarios is when you meet someone that already has their own little group of friends and you just kind of like insert yourself. The next one I have is from at Matt Lalizer. <laughs> I think that's how you pronounce it. Probably not. But he said, what up, Aid? So I actually haven't moved to a new city before besides suburbs outside of Chicago where I'm from. But I didn't have any friends into EDM when I first got into it. Some tips and tricks that helped me not only find new festival friends and Ray fam, but some of my now best friends are number one. Trying new experiences, going to shows and festivals alone. Number two, inviting whoever you think might be remotely interested. He said this turned out to work for me and my now work boss. Number three, saying yes to anything and everything. Events, shows, fest, hangs. Number four, being nice to everyone. This is how I met one of my best friends of almost five years now and the rest of my festival friends through her. Number five, be thoughtful. I decayed this is the rave dad instinct in me, but I always bring extra gum, Vicks, chapstick, water, snacks, etc. to have a backup for my squad or even new friends I meet along the way. These are a few ideas I thought you could use for the podcast. I didn't want to go into more detail for each, but didn't want to make this message longer than it already is. <laughs> um, thank you, Matt, for submitting that. That was so awesome. And it, again, touched on a bunch of the, some of the other things that I had already mentioned saying yes, being nice to everyone, you know, being open to new experiences, friends, people will go a long way for you. So now I have my friend Kaylee, who I met through a friend. I actually met her through my friend Austin at Seismic Dance Event. And she lives here in Austin. And we've gotten super, super close. She had gone through a breakup a little bit before when I went through when I went through my breakup. So we've been able to kind of bond over that. And it's been really great to have her. Alrighty, so she said, so when I moved here, I was in a really good confident place in my life with myself. So I went out alone and just wouldn't have more than one drink. I went to Rainy Street alone one night. And obviously, I had guys coming up to me being a girl alone. But because I stayed sober, I was able to weed out conversations on who was genuinely being cool or not. One guy invited me to a pool party with his friends. And I went and I met all his friends and all the girls there on all the girls lived nearby me. So that was cool. I went out alone sober a few times like that. When I told people I was new, they were really nice and invited me to other things where I met people. I also joined Bumble BFF and I swiped on this one girl and she added me to a group, me of 40 other girls who just moved to Austin. We had a few big meetups, but I met three girls from that group that I still talk to now. But I think going out alone when I got here made me confident to do it all the time. So I go to shows alone, dance classes, concerts, some events, and it's cool to meet people that way because 80% of the time, I find another person who went alone to enjoy themselves and we become friends. Oh, that's awesome. I love that. Yeah, going alone. Got to get comfortable with that. It's okay to be alone. And like she said, you'll usually meet someone else that's alone. It's always kind of funny because it's like, oh, are you here with anyone? And they're like, no. And I'm like, oh, same. And they're like, really? And it's like, 
always a really funny thing to notice that. Um, and she mentioned some of the places that are like really popular in Austin to go to. One thing about Austin is that no one is from here. Everyone is from somewhere else. It's very rare to meet someone that's actually from Austin. So I'm sure some of the other big cities are very similar to that where everyone's kind of just moved from a different place. So everyone's kind of in the same boat of just wanting to make friends and stuff. Sorry, I was playing with my necklace. I hope that didn't make too much noise. The next one I got from Plur Kitten on Instagram. So she said, how exciting you're doing a story about moving and finding the new scene. I moved across state lines a lot myself. Three years ago, I moved to SoCal from Washington State. Thankfully, Insomniac is a huge influence here, but I had zero Ray friends. I was in a Facebook group for females who rave and just started posting who is near me and who is going to X event and go from there. For a while, I did a lot of traveling alone to and from the events. I went to Hard Summer 2017 with my now best friend. We had lunch beforehand and picked out our outfit to lighten up, never meeting before, and had a blast the day of. Social media is a huge, powerful method to reach out. Searching for groups on Facebook is a great way to find ones in the same area. I'm in SoCal Ray Fam and a couple others now just after connecting. As far as clubs and shows, follow DJs and see where they tour or Google clubs in the big cities nearby and look at their events coming up. Gives an idea if they play EDM or not. Yes, I mentioned that. I love this. She said, I'm naturally an extrovert, so I just simply walk up to people and compliment them and connect through social media, lol. I always make friends first through my work, but I made all my rave friends myself through connecting through social media. That's so awesome. See, see, see you guys, Facebook, looking, Googling for different clubs and shows, and that's how you figure it out. And then another one, I got Kelly Lynn Music. Hey, I saw your post about getting into the rave scene when you moved somewhere. When I first moved to Philly, it was a little hard for me. But I finally got my foot in the door and work for an EDM promo company and Live Nation and the EDM scene is my life here. I owe it all to Radiate, Facebook and Instagram. Mainly Radiate. I found all my Ray fam on it and even my best friend I'm about to move in with. I currently run a blog too right now and with Corona looking for things to write about. So thank you, Kelly, for submitting that. So again, Radiate, another one. I don't really use Radiate that much anymore, but I did when I first moved to Austin. And then this is the last submission I have from Darian French. She said, I moved to Atlanta almost three years ago from Greenville, South Carolina. However, I'm originally from a tiny town called Paris, Tennessee. When I moved to Georgia, I knew absolutely no one besides my mom and her husband. I moved in with them for a short period of time. They lived about an hour outside of the city and I wasn't having it. <laughs> I quickly found a serving job because in my experience, that is the absolute best and fastest way to make friends. You start hanging out with the people you work with after work and you also meet cool people that you serve. And after that, it was history. I made friends at the job who introduced me to other people and those people introduced me to other people. And now it's impossible for me to go out and not see someone I know. I love Atlanta so much and I'm so thankful I made the decision to move here. That's awesome. And it's always great when you can look back and see, oh, because I put myself out there and I was able to do this, so much has happened and has brought so much good into my life. And that's how I feel about moving to Austin. Like if I had not moved to Austin, I probably would not be sitting here. I'm just going to say it. Vibe with Aid, I don't know if she ever would have existed had I stayed in Arizona. And the person who I am today and how I'm feeling about myself and my progress right now, I don't think would have happened had I not gotten out of my comfort zone and left Arizona and had I not gotten out of my comfort zone moving to Austin and living here. So I really, really hope that this episode helped you guys out. I know it's a very confusing and rough time to really put these tips into work, but hopefully as you are getting comfortable in your solitude and your quarantine and alone time, that makes you more comfortable so that 
when we are out of this, you can really put yourself out there. I was talking to a friend of mine and he was saying, you know, it's going to be really awesome when we are able to go out and do stuff because I feel like everyone is just genuinely going to be excited to be connecting with other people again and to create those friendships and connections and stuff like that. And it's such a good point. Like the first show back, the first festival back, the first going out, like even if I don't drink, like just to go out to go out with friends is going to be so great. And so I hope this episode really helped kind of bring you some newer ideas and things that you can work on in this time of being at home so that when you can go back out there, you really can put yourself out there and find your tribe of people. I am so thankful I have the people that you know, I was friends with in Arizona, they're always going to be my people. But I'm always also really glad I was able to find my people here in Austin that I can really rely on and have them be there for me and everything like that. So I want to thank you so so much for tuning into this episode. I hope you guys liked it. Don't forget to rate review subscribe if you're listening on Apple Podcasts. tag me on Instagram where you're listening from um, buy with aid stickers are up on my website if you want to go purchase and support. Otherwise, share this episode with a friend today. That's the best way to support me and my content. I really do appreciate you guys so, so much. I hope you guys have a good rest of your week, and I will talk to you in the next one. Bye.